unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Welcome to the show once again. Coming up, my special guest will be Carolina Panthers tight end Colin Thompson. We'll talk about their uh, week one opening win over the Jets and uh, how his NFL career is going. Colin standing by in the virtual green room and will join us in just a moment. Of course, after week one of the NFL back, we also get the return of Overreaction Monday. <laughs> yes, so, and the biggest overreactions come from the same game, right? The game in Jacksonville between Green Bay and New Orleans. Aaron Rodgers had a dismal performance. I don't agree that, with people thinking, saying that he intentionally played badly to tank the season, but... Uh, and believe me, nothing would give me more pleasure for them to for him to be like a you know stinky raw fish on hot concrete for the rest of the year. But you know, remember he had a horrible game in Tampa last year, and he did just fine. So uh, I think uh, uh, you know you don't throw dirt on him just like you don't throw dirt on Tom Brady. Now I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but one game is not the time. And then from that same game, Jameis Winston. Had a tremendous performance, and now, oh my gosh, he's an MVP candidate. <laughs> Come on, people, relax. But you know that's what generates the the clickbait and the all the radio talk show topics and all that good stuff. But uh, there you have it, boy. Florida State. Mike Norvell has some work to do. You know, Mackenzie Milton nearly rallies them against Notre Dame in that great story, but. Norvell froze his own kicker. Don't do that. And then they could not muster enough offense to put away Jacksonville State, and then Jacksonville State beats them on a long pass at the end. Nobody playing deep. Horrible attempts at tackling, if you even want to call it attempts. And Florida State loses to Jacksonville State. Come on. What's going on there? And then we have Brooks Kepka, who's complaining about being on the Ryder Cup team. Well, if you don't want to be there, don't play. Just as simple as that. All right, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show Carolina Panthers tight end Colin Thompson. And Colin, it is always great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's got a little bit better ring to it than uh, Temple Radio guy Colin Thompson, even though I really love that job. <laughs> and you were, uh, this job's this job's fun too. Yeah, <laughs> I pay a little bit better. But, yes. Uh, thanks for having me, man. It's great to be back on. Oh no problem. And of course, you did a great job doing the Temple stuff as well. But uh, and of course, you are at home in the National Football League, and that is definitely great news. And uh, you guys got the season started off with a 1914 victory with the New York Jets. So uh, congrats on that first win. You definitely like to get out of the gate 1 and 0. Um give me some uh, thoughts on on that contest. Yeah, you definitely want to get out of the gate 1 and 0. And we have a 1 and 0 mentality for us, which is just 1 and 0 every week, 1 and 0 every week, turn the page, focus on, you know, the task ahead, focus on the moment. Um, you know, but looking back, uh this win versus a program that's really Base lifted since that. They have a new head coach, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, new everything. So, in the sense of when it comes to tape and study, 
there's not as much as you put when you have other team or other programs that you're facing that have, you know, a bountiful amount of, of stuff to look at. So, you know, we prepared, got ready to go, and, you know, put our best foot forward, and good. You know, it, we were up 16 nothing, and they came back into the ball game and gave us a chance to, you know, work on a lot of different things situationally that you get to work in games like your your hands team because they had an onside kick and then your two-minute, you know, defense and a lot of different things. So, uh, you know, all wins are fantastic. Uh, you know, it, it was a nice win against the Jets for sure. And, of course, uh, your quarterback now was the quarterback in New York, Sam Darnold. And, you know, there was a lot made of it, you know, being the revenge game and all that good stuff. Does that stuff ever really matter to guys when you when you face an old team? Is, does it give you any extra juice, or is that just something that's made up in the media? It didn't really give me any extra juice. People have asked me all week, you know, you probably played for Sam or whatever. So much to worry about. Everyone's such a good player. You don't need any help getting any juice on game day, uh, you know what's at stake. You know you have to play well for your teammates. You know you have to do your job at the highest level possible to win in this league. So for me personally, it didn't shake me other than I need to do my job. No different than I normally do my job, and that's the best way I know how. But I'm sure for Sam, you know, it's, again, it's his first time in a Panthers uniform. And also he happens to be playing his old team where you know, he spent a lot of time in focus and energy trying to do his best to win there in New York. Obviously, there were struggles, and he's a Carolina Panther now. We're so glad to have him because I've been able to get to know him and really enjoy getting to know Sam. So, yeah, happy for Sam. Happy he got a win versus former team, and I'm happy we were able to play well enough for that to happen. And I guess the other thing that uh, that you and I'm sure all Carolina Panther fans are happy about is having a healthy Christian McCaffrey back in the fold. Yeah, no doubt about it. He is um, something special. I was able to watch him a few times last year play, but honestly, I, it was unbelievable. But to watch him in person this week is just remarkable. <laughs> he just plays at a different level from everybody else. He plays with different balance, different tempo, different speed, different knowledge, his eyes, everything. He's just so good at everything. And it's so rare in the NFL when you're at the best of the best and then you have someone who plays at another level than everybody else. There's so few, so few. I mean, you can name the players, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Khalil Mack, talking premier, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, the 99 club matting guys, right? They just play at a different tempo than everybody else, and he's one of them. Outstanding. Um, he's the face of the NFL, face of the Panthers, and always good to have him back yeah, no, no question. Of course, uh, things get a little uh, more difficult this week uh, as you, you take on the uh, the New Orleans Saints, who were uh, Week One winners over the Green Bay Packers in uh, pretty impressive fashion, I might add. Now, one, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have bad games like that all season because uh, you know he had one of those duds in Tampa last year, but he did just fine, I think. Um, and then you know, Jameis Winston got off to a good start, which was very hopeful for the Saints fans, I'm sure. Yeah, they played great in New Orleans against, obviously, a very good team, Green Bay. And then, you know, what's going on in New Orleans right now with the hurricane relief stuff, and then they, they had to play, a, a you know, a home game, but on the road in Jacksonville and their families and their safety. And, you know, that's really the most important thing. So we're praying for those down there and, and for everyone to be safe and for everything to be okay. But, yeah, New Orleans is a great football team. It's no secret they've been great for decades now. And... 
you know, we always have to put our best foot forward when you're taking on the New Orleans Saints. Right? Just like any other game, any other week, it's the same expectation. So, yeah, it's going to be a great test this week. We're excited for it, and, and we're really, really looking forward to the challenge. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, Colin, not only are, are you a professional football player, but you're also a professional podcaster. Uh, you've been doing that, that for a while now, and of course, your uh, not lo- not for long media podcast is a is a great listen, and uh, I particularly enjoyed this week's program that you did with uh, Dan Arnold, who's uh, one of your fellow tight ends on the team, um, and uh, that was a that was a terrific conversation. It's always kind of fun to hear you know two guys, especially two guys that play the same position, talking football. Yeah, it was really fun for us. So, not for long media. Just a quick overview is. I always say it's the Joe Rogan podcast without the 80 million, the weed and the booze. <laughs> um, you know, we, we try to keep it loose. We keep it fun. We keep it conversational. We don't really try to drive too many narratives. We just try to kind of talk, keep it loose. And then again, we have a lot of different guests on. So we have someone like Dan Arnold and Christian McCaffrey. And then the next week we'll come back with the women's basketball coach at Georgia Tech and Nell Fortner, creator of Entourage on HBO, the TV show, Doug Allen. Uh, lifestyle expert Danny CEO will have chefs, we'll have comics that are on Comedy Central, barstool personalities. So we're having a little bit of everything. That's our plan. That's what we try to do. Um, we've had Super Bowl champions on to, uh, you know, we had a custom suit designer, Chris McCaffrey's personal custom suit designer on my podcast. I thought he had tremendous stories. So, yeah, we try to keep it loose. We try to keep it fun. And then again, like you said, we had Dan Arnold on this past episode. Then uh, we had our my co-host come down. And he covered the entire Ravens Panthers joint practices and the preseason game. But there was a day in between, and in that day in between, we had some off time. So Dan was gracious enough with his time, and we did about an hour interview with Dan, just talking about football, the X's and O's, combine, the grind, getting cut, getting claimed, getting signed, free agency, and then for Dan going from a Division three two sport athlete in track and football to the New Orleans Saints, to the Arizona Cardinals, to signing a two-year deal with us in Carolina. So he's got a tremendous story from a small town in Wisconsin where he went to school, but now playing in some of the biggest cities in the country and playing for some of the, obviously, best franchises in the NFL. So a tremendous, tremendous story, and Dan's such a great guy, and we're lucky to have him. Yeah, you know, and I think that's one of the great testimonies. You know, you talk, you talk about you know, there's all different levels of players uh, in the pros, and, and we've talked about it many times uh, where, you know, there's just not enough spots for so many good football players. So, you know, you're very fortunate when you can when you can walk into a team and get on there. And, and, and the stories that, 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 you and, that you and Dan told, you know, you guys have a lot of similarities in that, in, in that aspect. And it just it brings a great appreciate a great appreciation for what the grind is to be a professional football player. Yeah, it's very unique, especially for guys in our position that are trying to find our way, get our feet wet, and find a home where you're consistently going to be valued. And obviously, we're valued here. And you know, when you're coming from the lower levels and trying to find your way and trying to make plays, and you're trying to get on a team, it's it's a tough spot at the bottom of the roster. It really is because you're just constantly being. There's so many other. There's so many players being evaluated. I think that's what people don't understand is. Every week, especially with COVID's not going on, there is multiple tight ends coming in for a workout or multiple receivers or multiple linebackers or running backs or punters or kickers. So it's very competitive at all times. 
which is great. It's something I'm used to now at this point in my career. But especially early on, you're like, man, I'm, I've had dozens of times. Uh, I've been signed. I've been claimed. I've been a little bit of everything in this league. So I'm fortunate to be here, Jeff, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to do my best to stay as long as I can. Oh, absolutely. And, of course, uh, I, you, you had a pretty eventful offseason. Uh, you uh, finally tied the knot with your longtime fiancé, so congratulations on that. Yes, thank you. Yes, we uh, at the University of Florida. She put the cross there, not too far from where you're at. So, yeah, a special day for us in June, and, and had a great time. That is outstanding, and uh, um, you know, of course, we'll be rooting for you. We'll be uh, we'll be watching you and, and, and rooting for great things along the way. Now, I have a I have a conflict on October third because I am a Cowboys fan, so I'm going to root for you to do, do uh, well. I'm going to root for you to do well, but <laughs> but I will be torn. What's the scout? What's the scouting report on the Cowboys this year, Jeff? Give me the lowdown. Well, I'll give you the lowdown. So, uh, Dak Prescott looked like he was never gone. Uh, he had an amazing game against Tampa Bay. Uh, Mark Cooper had a great uh, outing. The Cowboys are stacked at wide receiver, and uh, I think they're going to be fine offensively. Defensively, you know, they got to get a lot better than they were last year, but they're this week they're going to be without uh, uh, two of their defensive ends, Randy Gregory and uh, Demarcus Lawrence, and Lawrence is going to be out for a few weeks now. So, uh It'll be interesting to see, but I think uh, Micah Parsons is going to be a, uh, an outstanding uh, linebacker in this league. You could tell he was he, he was a rookie uh, against Tom Brady. You could tell he was a little lost, but uh, you know a lot of guys are lost against Tom Brady, I guess. And uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, you know I I I I like their the fact that Dan Quinn's coaching the defense now. I think he will elevate them. Uh, but you know it's 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 not going to be you know it's not going to be a quick fix by any means. I don't think. Yeah, Dan Quinn is such a good man. He, he recruited me to the University of Florida. Um, and I was able to get the note of Dan through recruiting, and then I got to say hi to Dan when I finally got back into the league last year, literally the day he got fired, which was such a shame. But he's such a good man, and I, I, he's, he's a fantastic coach. So you guys will be in good hands in Dallas for sure. Yeah, and uh, I t- trust you're keeping an eye on your college teams, Florida and Temple. Uh, both Both got wins this weekend. Yep, yep. My Owls had a tough one week one against Rutgers. That's you know that's a tough one. That's a close. You know that's the that's the rivalry right there. But you know, they they'll be fine. They'll bounce back. They got a tough group. They got a great staff. Good people still there. And then obviously the Gators got a little controversy at quarterback there. But hey, man, you know what? You can't complain when you got too much talent. And that seems like what they got going on there. They got a ton of great players in Gainesville. Yeah, you know what? I, I I I I often don't make comparisons, but you know, Anthony Richardson looks like a college Dante Culpepper to me. And he is something special. I didn't get to watch Dante Culpepper in college, like you did, but and he can take off, he can run and throw. Uh, yeah, he's going to be something special. I don't know who'll be in the NFL. I haven't watched enough. I can't say, oh, this is a quarterback or not, but. He's a first-round type talent. He has to be that speed. You know, he's got elite speed, pulling away from people. A quarterback with his height and weight, so he'll be a first-round talent. Whatever he does, whenever he comes out, I'm sure. Well, outstanding, Colin. I do appreciate. It. I know you're very busy. Uh, uh, you know, leading your professional football life and all that. And I so greatly appreciate you making time for me. And it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Anything for you, Jeff? We'll talk soon, man. All right, buddy.
And we're back to close out with the TV theme right after this. No Republicans, no Democrats, no team from Washington, no team with a star on the side of their head. We don't even talk about alpha and beta storms around here. And if you believe all of that, I have a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. Captain and Company in the morning, join me 9 to noon. Weekday mornings on OldSchool101.com because class is always in session around here. Virus or no virus. I thought I'd go with a little Carolina there since we had Colin Thompson on the show. The theme from the Andy Griffith Show ran on CBS from October 1960 to April 1968. 249 half-hour episodes over those eight seasons, 159 in black and white, 90 in color. That series originally uh, uh, came out of an episode of The Danny Thomas Show. Andy Griffith, of course, was Andy Taylor, the widowed sheriff of Mayberry, North Carolina, the fictional community in North Carolina, and of course he had his well-meaning, enthusiastic deputy, Barney Fife, probably by the great Don Knotts. Andy's aunt and housekeeper, B. Taylor, played by Francis Bavier. His son, Opie, you, of course, he went on to pretty good stuff. Ronnie Howard as the young man, and then, of course, he went on to Happy Days and an illustrious uh, producing and directing career. And, of course, they had eccentric town people all over the place, uh, uh, Andy's girlfriends and all that good stuff. Um, you know, the series never placed lower than seventh in the ratings. And even in its final season, number one, the only other shows to do that, I Love Lucy and Seinfeld. And uh, been ranked, you know, as like the ninth, ninth or 13th best series in TV history by TV Guide. Um, and then it even uh, put a spinoff, Cobra Pile, which ran for five seasons. And then kind of another spinoff uh, when Andy left the series after uh, eight season eight, they retitled it Mayberry RFD. Ken Barry and Buddy Foster replaced uh, Andy and Opie. And, uh, of course, you could find that in syndication in lots of places. Again, we mentioned uh, uh, Eleanor Donahue was uh, Andy's girlfriend in season one. Jim Neighbors as Gomer Pyle. George Lindsay is Goober, Gomer's cousin. Annette, of course, sought as uh, Helen Crump. Howard McNear played Floyd Lawson, the barber. Ooh, oh, Andy. <laughs> Jack Dodson played uh, Howard Sprague in season seven, eight. Hal Smith, of course, was Otis Campbell, Otis the drunk who had led himself into jail. And uh, Betty Lynn played Thelma Lou. That was Barney's long girlfriend, of course. The season, uh, the the series was never really the same after Don Knotts left. Don was the, Don and of course the other eccentric characters, you know, played up to Andy's straight man character. Um, 
And again, uh, after uh, after uh, Don Knotts left the show, it really wasn't as good. And uh, you know, it, it just he he just brought that extra juice to it. And by the way, the, uh, the theme is actually called the Fishing Hole, and actually has lyrics. How about that? Do a little Google search on that and uh, give that a listen sometime. The Andy Griffith Show, our TV theme for this weekend. With that, we are done here. Thanks for listening to Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore 88, on Facebook at Jeff Allen 88, and the website JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. And you can reach out to the show anytime by email, JeffAllenSportsTalk at gmail.com. Jeff Allen Sports Talk is brought to you exclusively by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. Does your dog itch, suffer from debilitating skin allergies, or trouble hot spots? We have the solution using the healing power of neem. Kramer's Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. Go to KramerSalve.net to order today with new low pricing. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E dot net.